Well, hey everybody, greetings and salutations. Welcome back to the channel for our continuing coverage of CinemaCon 2023. Today, this morning, was the presentation for Disney Pictures. Mm. That includes all things Disney Pictures, Disney Animation, Pixar, Lucasfilm, Marvel, whatever else they oh, had. Wait, John. Yes? It's not Disney Pictures. Searchlight. It's Disney 100. That new logo. Well, the, the new logo. logo. Yeah. Well, it's still Disney. Keep the same. But Anne pointed this out to me. I totally missed it. Anne leaned over and said, do you notice they have Pride Rock? Yeah, the logo now. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. If you look behind the castle, I never noticed that. So they, it's a pretty it, well, it's cool a, logo. It's a brand new logo. I have to say it was beautiful. It's stunning. Yeah. Like it's it. for their 100th anniversary. Warner Brothers and, and Disney are, are each celebrating their 100th There's anniversary. One century. And they both have great logos. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. Uh, I mean, it's still very recognizably the Disney logo, yeah. but it, it, it's it's quite beautiful. It has an addition to it. Yeah. Um, see more of the land, the Disneyland. So this was our third studio presentation mm. uh, this year. They, they started to kick things off with Sony. Then yesterday was uh, Warner Brothers, and today's was Disney. Now, I've been very excited about the Disney presentation. While I'm, you know... It's not a big secret. I'm not a super big fan of Disney the last couple of years, but uh, last year they put on a terrific presentation, and I've been very, very excited about this presentation this year. Uh, and it was a fart bubble, uh, the the Disney presentation, uh, particularly coming off of a masterful presentation by Warner Brothers yesterday. Uh, now, look, I say fart bubble. I'm exaggerating a little bit. There were a couple of highlights in the presentation, but I, I felt compared to Disney's presentation last year, this year was a major, major step down because here's why. I, I'm, we're going to go through each thing they talked about, but I'm going to give you a quick overview. So they started off with Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, last year, when they had a Marvel film coming out, they had Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and they showed us like 20 minutes of it. They did. Made a big deal out of it. Said, here's the first 20 minutes of Doctor Strange Multiverse Mass because they wanted to get the theater owners excited and blah. They literally showed us a one-minute clip that I believe might have been parts of other TV spot clips already. And then they just played the trailer. Well, they did play the full scene. Yeah. yeah a one-minute. It was, it was a one-minute scene. It, it was, was a good scene. Clever one-minute scene. scene. And then to make it feel like it was longer, they then bled the scene into just showing us the trailer. Okay, well, uh, all right, that movie's coming out in like two laps. Next week. I'm seeing it tomorrow, or I'm seeing it on Friday. So then it comes out next week. So then, okay, the Marvels. All right. Got a brand new collection of heroes together. Blah, blah, blah. Coming on the heels, you know, Alan Bergman, who's the new co-chair, uh, you know, filling in the shoes of Alan Horn. Um, coming out and saying, you know, a new team. We're very excited about this thing. And now here, for the first time ever, I'm like, all right. Here for the first time ever, he says, I'm getting excited, is the trailer on the big screen. That and was just they just played the trailer. They just, yeah. they literally just played the trailer that's been online and, and that for trailer, a couple weeks. I still don't know what the movie's about. No. I know that they switch places. Is that it? I mean, and granted, we're not supposed to know everything about the movie from a first, first teaser. The first trailer's just supposed to give you but is there a little anything sense of the to know? But and I, I get it. The movie is still far away. But when Top Gun Maverick was this far away, they were showing us the whole damn movie. To yeah. be fair, to be fair, Kevin Feige wasn't there this year. That Marvel wasn't their grandstand thing that they were really. No, but, but they've had a rough year. And, that's by, not by the way, John, fair. they were laying off thousands. Four thousand people, people that laid off. No, nope, I understand, but Universal just dropped their CEO, and we're going to get a presentation from them tonight. Yeah, but he was he was he was. And, and the very fact one. that they didn't bring out. 
Kevin Feige, like last year, Kevin Feige himself came out. They had like three or four of the Disney executives. This year, they sent one guy, an important guy, an important guy. I'm not, I'm not saying he wasn't. You got the co-chair of Disney Entertainment. Very important guy. Uh, but, you know, Kevin Feige didn't come out, anything like that. So, so between Guardians of the Galaxy and the Marvels, we got trailers we've already seen and one minute, a one-minute scene. I, I, and so I immediately, I'm sitting there, it's like, this is what you bring to the movie theater owners? Well, what confused me is while you guys were all seeing Flash yesterday, I was on Instagram and I saw a clip of Guardians. And it was a lovely scene with Rocket and Lila and everyone. Uh, and it was, oh my gosh, so I'm seeing this on the internet with everyone else. That's the only disconnect I had for this presentation was, but I just saw new footage. Yeah. Where's, yeah. where's more of it here? So it was a very uh, quick in and out, like a cheap Las Vegas one-nighter. Um, and, and whatever. So that was Marvel. It was like, oh, okay. So what's next? Now, I think what was next was Little Mermaid. Yes. Um, actually, you know, let, let's, let's, let's back up. I, I'm just sitting here bitching and crying and moaning and complaining. Yes, you are. What, what, <laughs> what did you think about all the new stuff we saw from the Marvels, right? Okay. No, no, no. Here's, here's my honest... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Ray. No, no. The floor is yours. Here's my honest opinion about it. I, you have every right to feel the way you do. I mean, you're the one who... <laughs> You, you're the one who bought these tickets. You're, you're, you're entitled to be. You're, you're trying to, to want this more. This is scintillating you're to content. More. Here. You're entitled to want more. But my thing is, I went into Disney dreading this presentation because anything, everything I knew they had coming up, I, I didn't want to watch at all. I'm not a Pixar mm. guy. The Little Mermaid was never my favorite animated movie. But coming out of it, all of those have flipped. I now want to see Little Mermaid. Dude. I now want to see. Yeah. Pay- well, let's talk about yeah, all yeah. those. I'm just saying yeah. that's so. My overall thing with it was it helped me specifically. Yeah. I, I I can't say for any other people there, but I they did their job. No, you know, for, for me, too. for me. But I, I guess it's just when you compare to what they did last year. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely. And when you compare to down. what Warner Brothers did yesterday, step down. Um, it's it was just disappointing. But anyway, the Guardians and the and the Marvel stuff. What did you Here's guys the think thing. About? I did love the scene they showed. Yeah. It was it was very clever. I thought it was very James was great. Yeah, very James Gunn. I thought it was great scene. Uh, uh, really interesting, visually interesting. Um, I enjoyed that. The Marvels. I still look at it and I'm like, what is this movie? I I I, I am perplexed by how you make a movie about Captain Marvel that makes a billion dollars. And then you dilute the brand by putting in. I mean, I love Kamala Khan. I, I love. I don't know if she's going to be. Who, who is Ocon. she? But who knows? Yeah. To me, she's Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. She's my '80s Captain Marvel. Yeah. But so they're switching places. That that's but, like. But Rob, the movie's still seven months away, and it's the first trailer. You often complain that they're showing us but, too much. But this remember, it, but it was pushed. Yeah. It was it was supposed to come out this summer. But, yeah, but but still, they're they're releasing marketing in relation to when it is coming out. I know. They're, they're, it, but I, it's I just, guess I'm like you see somebody who has Ronan the Accuser's hammer. Hammer. I don't know what the plot of the movie is. But again, it's we just the five. first trailer. I know, but just, F plus plus rock. Because we've been in reverse roles before, where trailers come out and I said, "I have no idea what this is about," and you said to me, uh, it's, uh, "Yes, you're right. Gone. It's the first trailer." You were right, but we <laughs> learned this from the 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 final scene in Miss Marvel. That they had switched places. Yeah. So they haven't. I think. I think basically what we're trying to say. I just is think right now they're not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> I said they were supposed to show us what. I just thought for the movie theater owners, you would you would show us something. Yeah, something more. Like, but, how about a scene? 
I yeah, some even see, even just a, short a scene, scene. Dude. Yeah. I would have loved. To see, I agree. Uh, just a scene. I will say the Guardians. I cannot watch any more footage. The thing breaks me every time. Yeah. Just the music they play. I just think of Rocket's cute little face, and he's gonna <laughs> die. I just can't. I can't do it. I can't watch a minute of footage without getting teary eyed. Yeah. Because James Gunn, the music that he picks, and I don't care if we've seen the scene over and over again. It's just beautiful. It goes the way they float in that song. It's just hand in hand, perfect. Yeah. Unlike really some of the trailers we saw yesterday at multiple presentations, where the yeah. music was like, "What the heck is this?" They but spe speaking to that, it's a it was a whole running gag about turning off the music and which I microphones you're using. Very James. It was so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I. I. And by the way, Palm Clementif. She's she's the MVP since the holiday special. Give me a movie with her. I, I love her. I'm gonna oh really be upset if, if she's the one that dies. Oh, oh man, they, can't. they just brought her together. They can't right? do it. I hope they don't. And I have nothing to say about the Marvels because we were interested in that footage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was, was disappointing though. I understand that one because it was oh, it's it's Cinecon. I'm probably gonna see a little something. How about one one minute scene? Yeah, so I get that. I get that one. But what Ray and I were talking about this, what we really liked about this presentation is it's just so concise. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. just like, this let is the, the way movie I like talk it, for John. itself. Yeah. The yeah. way I like it but, is they describe it a little bit and then footage. Yeah. Describe it a little but bit. But no, what, what footage? It was yeah, 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 but Warner I'm Brothers. The flow, the flow of it. Yeah. Warner Brothers, and, and to a, a greater degree, Sony, that was footage. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. This, this was. But anyway, let, let's move on from the Guardians and the thing, which, I, again, I... What they dropped at CinemaCon is something they could have dropped on a Thursday afternoon on YouTube. But at any rate. So then they moved on to what was the next thing? Was it was it uh, Little, Little Mermaid? Mermaid? Little Mermaid. Okay, so Little Mermaid, again, they didn't show us a lot, but they brought Melissa McCarthy on stage. Ursula the Sea Witch. Uh, as Ursula the Sea Witch. As she came out on stage, talked about how much of a throw it was. And what's the name of the song? Unfortunate, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Poor Unfortunate Souls. Melissa McCarthy comes out, she talks about how it's like been a dream for her to sing Poor Unfortunate Souls. And she does her own singing in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, her singing's won me over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought she sang the song great. So then they played the scene in Little Mermaid uh, of her singing the song Poor yeah. Unfortunate Souls. It looks great. I loved great. it. Again, it was only about two and a half minutes. Yeah. But it was a scene and it looked really good. It sounded really good. Melissa McCarthy actually I thought she was an odd choice to play Ursula, to be honest. But that has changed my mind. She yeah. nailed it. Her hearing her hearing her sing that. And right to so something you were talking about the other day about how the Aquaman stuff just oh, doesn't look good underwater now. This looked like great underwater. Yeah. Yes. I have a feeling they had some tips. From the man of water. <laughs> JJ, I'm just kidding. I'm just, well, he told him about he told him how to do the way of water correctly. I'm just kidding. Oh. Yes, the Sorry. way of water. You know, it's the way of Get water. But, but the water stuff looked good. I was for, I'm impressed. I never wanted to watch this movie. I didn't really like The Little Mermaid. I just thought, I watched it once. I thought it was a good movie, but I never wanted to watch it over. Mm. But man, the, the little glow from her um, octopus legs, whatever yeah, you call it. Oh, yeah, that was The little glow oh, and the way so it good. moved. Yeah. What's fantastic? And when she drew, when she drew Ariel's voice out, 
Oh yeah, that I oh, love awesome. that. Cool. It was so great. I'm all in on the pe- the girl that plays the mermaid now too. Uh, I, I, oh, I was in all in on Haley Bailey. No, Haley Haley Berry. Haley Berry. Yeah, Haley Bailey. Incredible. Her voice is amazing. She's she, gonna have such a good year. Well, she's all this color purple. I mean, she's doing so much stuff. The thing is, she's got she's got this ethereal, this incredibly beautiful ethereal face. I buy her as I did, that, 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 Oh yeah, I, was like, I think it's perfect. Well, casting. and with that voice, come on! Especially I, since they keep referring to it as the sirens' call, we're like, yeah, that's it. Yes, that's she exactly won me, that. and she won me over today just with with her facial expression when she was presented the question of, "Do you want this? I'll give you this." Yeah. And the way she looked was of concern, yes. without saying anything. Concern, innocence, and I was just like. This is my new Ariel right here. So yeah. that, yeah. that yeah. I bought really it. Really good. Okay. I'm still not sold on very, very super realistic Flounder and Sebastian. There's something still weird about that to me. I'm sure I'll get over but it. You know, I was thinking about this. I because I agree with you. Mm-hmm. They they like Sebastian and what's the name of the other one? Flounder. Flounder. They He's a flounder. Whereas a lot of the stuff underwater looks perfect and great. They come on screen in this. It's like Oh, they look more like animated characters. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but wonder, and I'm just, I have no proof of this, just mm-hmm. me wondering. One of the criticisms that the Lion King CGI remake got from some people was it looked too real. And if, if you're going to have these characters talking, they just looked too real. And I mm-hmm. want, again, I'm just speculating. If they took that as a mental note into when they were doing mm-hmm. the creatures are going to be having character and personalities mm-hmm. and voices. To make them look a little bit more cartoony. I, again, Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to defend them. I'm just yeah. saying it's it's one of the things. But it's a good scene. I'm kind and of sad that we good. didn't see anything from Aquafina's character. I kind of want to see. Her. Oh, her scuttle. Like, yeah, her scuttle. Yeah. Well, we thought we didn't see anything from a lot of the characters. It was really just yeah. the two. Yeah. But yeah. it was it was good. Okay, so that was the Little Mermaid again. Whereas Warner Brothers would have brought out the whole cast, talked about it, set up this big thing, showed us ten minutes, but it was good. It was a but good. But you know who's doing it, right, John? Our sponsors today. Uh, little early. Oh. Little early. We've, we've only been going for like fifteen minutes. Oh. But that was a that good was segue. That was a good segue. That was a good segue. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. We'll get to them in about another ten minutes. Um, okay, so then we moved on from. Uh, oh, to wish. Haunted Mansion. Oh, that yeah, the, one or the, no, I think they stuck with animation and they did uh, Wish first. Yeah. I think. Well, anyway, let's do let's Wish go, first. We'll stick with animation. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got this new movie coming out that nobody has seen anything for at all. Uh, we've heard about it. It's on the release schedule, I believe, November? Yes. Called Wish. And it's uh, the main lead voice is uh, DeBose. Um, Ariana. Ariana DeBose from West Side Story. Academy, Academy Award winner. Award winner. Yes, Ariana DeBose. Um and uh, much like Little Mermaid, they just showed us a song uh, in it. it. Frozen, it's not. No, it's not. But it was good. It was good. It, it, it was good. It's a song. What was it called? The, this uh, uh, More Than This? Thing. Song. I uh, this is my wish to give us more than this. Something have, like that. Yeah, yeah. To give us, anyway, so it's, it's basically they set it up that it's a song where our lead character, who I can't remember her name. It's a, it's a cute, very short name. But anyway where the lead character makes this decision that she's going to make it her life mission to help other people fulfill their wishes. So um, that's kind of, he set that up and then they, she sings this song and it's, it's, it's beautiful. It, it's and I like the character design a lot. Character design is great. Her little animal companion. Yeah, that, that's, that's a Disney okay. must. Her animal companion is baby Yoda. It's, it's like a little Yoda. goat, but it's Yoda. a tiny goat it, lamb thing it, in a onesie. It's a baby Yoda face. 
But see, they all <laughs> they all have that, right? Like you look at Moana, she yeah. had Hey Hey. Uh, this has this character. That's the money maker. Um, baby Yoda goat. Baby, yeah. <laughs> and baby Yoda. Grogo. That's what I'm calling. Grogo. Grogo. That Grogo. one's good. What do you Grogo. think about the about Wish, right? Um, I, 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 if I watch it, I probably going to not make it through it because it has something to do with the dad. You're right. There's a correlation yeah. with her and her dad, and I don't know. And Chris Pine does always, the voice. Yeah, of the, I don't think that's supposed to be your dad. Yeah, no, no, no. He, no, no. He he's seems the like king. He's king. But the name's great. But she mentions her dad in the song. Chris Chris Pine, Chris Pine's character is King Magnifico. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, but, but yeah, I guess her parents have died because she looks off yeah, something yeah. in the song. Yeah. She sees a vision of her mom and dad sitting together, and they fade away. So I mean, that was I mean, it it, it look color me intrigued. I'm not going to say I came yeah, away yeah. from that excited for. I got to But that. it looks it nice. Looks nice yeah. yeah. So and, and as our very first look at anything from it, thumbs up again. It would have been nice to bring out the director, talk about the inspiration behind the movie. Yeah, yeah, that would work. I'm focusing more on the things they didn't give us, but uh, it's a good scene. No, with that, that wouldn't work. That would have worked for me on that one because I had no I, idea I, about yeah. anything. I just really enjoyed. I, I thought the animation was terrific. I love the way it looked. I love the way it was directed. And mm -hmm. I love the song. Yeah, the yeah, song is really solid. Um, okay, so then they moved on from that and they went into Haunted Mansion, a movie I don't care much about. I still don't. <laughs> uh, I uh, I thought what they showed us was pretty good. I loved it, dude. We love that first trailer. Yeah. And seeing more footage, it's it's got great. And what I love is how they've tied in the actual attraction at Disneyland into this movie. Well, that's what got Anne excited. Yeah. Because I'm not a fan of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, to be honest with you. What? I know, I know. I I'm it. totally what? alone in that. I'm totally alone in that. It has but no windows it. and no and doors. But, but Anne loves it. And so when all these very recognizable figures start coming up on screen, she was getting really excited. And you could hear the excitement in the audience. It, it like, <laughs> You could hear the excitement um, amongst people. And, and I got to say, man, that is actually looking... Better and better to me. Is this based off of the old Haunted Mansion ride or the newer one? Well, it's not the Nightmare Before Christmas version. It's classic Haunted Mansion. Yeah. The Haunted Mansion, the one where we stood in, in the little Room, house. And it goes down. And it goes yeah. down. Not the one where it's a hotel now, right? Oh, that's Tower of Terror. Oh, Tower sorry, Terror. sorry, sorry. Okay. See, and I Guardians need to go took back over that yeah. here in um, okay. Anaheim. I need to go back to Disneyland. What was cool, too, is there's a whole bunch of cameos in this that was just like, oh, there's Dan Levy. Oh, right. my gosh, there's Winona Ryder. Right. Like, there's, it's a stacked cast, too, which is really exciting. I didn't know. Did I know Winona Ryder was She in? popped in, just made a little face, and was like. Well, at the very end. Yeah, Jared, I love Le it. Jared yeah. Leto. Uh, I saw that name pop up and went, aw. <laughs> I like the main actor. You can't win them all. It's a crossover. He plays Morbius in I the Haunted so. Mansion. It looks good. I, I like that it's... It, it, I'm hoping it's going to be as good as Pirates of the Caribbean was in terms of being a movie and tied into the... Instead of as good as Haunted Mansion was? I hated that. That was yeah, bad. Was so bad. Well, that's part of the reason why I had no interest in this, right? Mm -hmm. But it's a very weird, eclectic cast, right? You got Danny DeVito, Owen Wilson, Lakeith Stanfield, mm -hmm. uh, Rosario Dawson. I mean, this doesn't sound like a... A cast I would put together. Like, no. Love all the names, but for some reason, the footage starts playing. Now again, they did what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. They showed us a a short clip, followed by a trailer. Yeah. So it really wasn't much. They didn't talk about the movie very much. But I, I gotta say, I am personally getting a little bit more, a little bit more excited. I'm excited. I really want to see it. it. It looks good to me. Okay, so that was. I can't get over you don't like the haunted mansion. I, know. I I just I find it to be a pretty dry. 
don't. I it was a haunted mansion movie before this one. Yeah, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, very. You good. don't like the ghost banquet? I. It's I, so cool. I, I'm your host. Your. Ghost. I like the way the range got longer when you're in that room. I, I love it. I'm, I'm more of an Indiana Jones ride guy. Well, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Okay. Makes sense. We're getting to that. Not that I'll ever go back to Disneyland again. But um, at any rate, um, so there's that. And then we moved on from Wish to, is that when they did The Creator? Or after uh, The Haunted Mansion? Was that no, 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 Haunting in Venice. Oh, yeah. Haunting in Venice, which is the third, I'll, I'll never say it right, and I'll Hercule. never say it the same Agatha way twice. Hercule. Hercule. Oh. Yeah. Um, the third in the Kenneth Branagh trilogy. Um, I was super, I love Kenneth Branagh, so I was super excited for, uh, I almost said Midnight Meat Train. Um, uh, that's, Clive Express, that's Clive Barker. Totally different movie with uh, Bradley Cooper, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Honestly, I was underwhelmed by Murder on the Orient Express, and I, I love Kenneth Same. Branagh. Then there was Death on the Nile. I did not think it was actually very good. It's fine. So I, I'd be lying if I said I had much interest in Haunting in Venice, the third film. But it, now I'm not familiar with the original source material at all. For I, like I am with the other two. I was not. I'm not at all familiar with the source material for this one. And it looks like this one takes a twist, where it sounds. Like it's going to be a Scooby-Doo, um, a Scooby-Doo episode where there's this seance, supposedly supernatural, and there's a murder and a cute Perot. Again, I said Michelle Yeah. is going to come in and pull the mask off the master who's going to say, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for Kenneth Branagh. My real estate scam. Um, but then the trailer kind of makes it look like it's a detective murder mystery and a supernatural thriller. How do you arrest a ghost is what I'm saying. And and so when that Carefully. happened, I was like, "Oh, wait, what is that?" Again, I don't know the source material at all on this one. Do you know anything? I about do, it? and you you summed okay. it up pretty well. Mm -hmm. Okay, I so I I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm more intrigued by this. What did you think about the uh, murder and menace yeah, footage? Yeah, kind of same boat of just oh, we're doing more of these because they've been kind of okay. Yeah, but this looked really really interesting, and I'm I'm such a diehard Tina Fey fan. So the minute yeah. I heard that voiceover, I was like, oh, "Shut up! Yeah. It's my girl." And so I'm very excited to have her in this. Michelle Yeoh, obviously, yeah, is having yeah, such yeah. a great year. It has to have such a great career. I want more of her in everything. I love that there's now a Kenneth Branagh, Hercule Poirot trilogy. trilogy. I just wish it was better. Because yeah. I love detective murder mysteries, and I love Kenneth Branagh. He's amazing. Such a good director. So that's why I wish these just fired. Why don't we have harder. Cinderella too, Joan? I would so be down for Cinderella. Lily time. James and Kenneth Branagh is a match made in heaven. Lily James. Lily James. Um, right, right. This movie, like, I'm not gonna lie, this does not look like it's up your alley. But what did you think about the, the murder in Venice? Or I like the title part. It was very nice. The font, the font, the font was all right in the logo. We're talking about the font and the logo. I just haven't seen the first two, so I don't want to disrespect anyone. Who's our graphic designer Anybody in the house? Just likes the first two, like Murder in the Orient or Death on the Nile. I don't want to disrespect them. It's I, I'm not into murder mysteries because I would get the answer wrong every time. Every time I find out who the real killer is, I'm so far off. I don't know why I like detective shows or like real life detective shows when I'll never solve any case ever. <laughs> wrong, the wrong man will be in jail and they'll probably be dead because of me. All right, okay? I, I'm gonna, I gotta be careful. I'm not gonna set up too much context. This is how much Ray does not into detective shows. Uh, not long ago, we, there was an event, uh, this thing that we were all doing, and we decided in a kind of a coordinated event 
that there was this hottie that was a friend of a friend. Oh, that we we decided to to have come along to a thing to try to hook up with Ray because let's hope she's not watching. She right now, she she'll know she's she's, she's not watching right now. Okay. I guarantee you she's not watching right yeah, now. Yeah, she's not. But uh, she had made mention to mutual friends that that Ray guy is really funny. That Ray guy is really cute. And and this 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 girl's beautiful. Yeah, she's very. This girl's beautiful, right? But but here's the thing that <laughs> this this was the deal breaker for Ray. The deal breaker for Ray was when we were leaving the restaurant, because it's a group of, we got to leave the restaurant, she got up and she grabbed her coat, which happened to be a trench coat. And on the entire drive home afterwards, what is she, some fucking detective? Was she, was she there to solve crime? Was she, that's all he talked about for the next hour and a half. You allowed a woman's yes. trench coat to prevent you from going to Pound Town? Well, I would just think what? of Inspector Gadget the whole time. I'm, go, 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 Gadget. He was like, Women who own trench coats also show up to your apartment in just a trench coat. Like yes, that. dude. And also girls who own gadgets are fun. Shit. And she was gorgeous. And minimal. She was <laughs> But the whole drive home is just like, like she goes, wait a minute. You're there's right, a, Chris. There's a hair follicle on that fork. I must solve this crime. Like the whole time, like, that was it. He lost interest after that. Wow, thwarted by a trench coat. Well, it was, to be fair, the collar was so sharp. It was almost like a Street Fighter character. Like, it shouldn't go past your face. Wow, dude, you're it still thinking like about the guitar. Even now. You shouldn't be able to air guitar your collar, is what I'm saying. It looked like a standard, a standard, no, uh, uh, what, what, what was, uh, uh, just just one more thing. Who's the detective? Columbo. It was, Columbo, it was yeah. a standard Columbo trench coat. And he was like, now, she's Chris, trying to solve crime. Chris made me sad with her point of view. <laughs> yeah, John, I mean, Ray. Should have talked it over. John, you got to talk me sense to this man. I'll help you Come out, on. man. No, Anne, Anne, who was one of the architects of this, trying to set this thing up, Anne was just like, I, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. But it was a fun night. It was a, anyway. Yeah. Uh, now, before we move on to things like uh, The Creator uh, and Next School Wins and Indiana Jones and stuff like that, we are going to take one quick second here and thank one of the sponsors, the sponsor of uh, our video and our coverage here of CinemaCon 2023, my mobile service provider, Mint Mobile. We want to thank a sponsor of this video, Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, your utility bills and favorite streaming services, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. You guys know that ever since I switched to Mint Mobile, I've been saving almost 70% a month over my old phone plan. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just $15 a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes the significant savings on to you. All of their plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service 
starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash campia. That's mintmobile.com slash campia. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia. And thank you to our friends at Mint Mobile for sponsoring our coverage here of CinemaCon 2023. All right, with that down, guys, um, there, there's a, actually a movie that we forgot to talk about that was actually, I think, the best part of the presentation, mm -hmm. um, which is the upcoming Pixar film, Elemental. Now, under the reign of Bob Paycheck, they kind of, <laughs> Pixar had kind of been thrown under the bus. Uh, with their, oh, no, no, you're, all this stuff you were pouring on Plus, yeah, we're just going to dump it on Disney Plus. And that, that we've heard lots of reports about low morale there. Well, now Big Papa Iger's back. And they got their next film coming out called Elemental. They released their first teaser, like a month and a half ago? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And it's like, okay, this looks pretty interesting. It almost looks like a, a you know, a, a rom-com love story, a boy and a girl in the city sort of thing. Yeah. So, well, this looks interesting. So, Alan Bergman comes out and says, we're going to show you the first 20 minutes of uh, of Elemental. In 3D. Uh, in, oh, yeah, yeah, in 3D. In that's probably 3D. 3D. Yeah. Now, I did not check my watch. I don't think that was 20 minutes. But, it didn't feel like 20 minutes. No, I felt more like 15. But still, they showed us a, a good chunk of the opening of the film. They played it right from the beginning. And I got to tell you, this movie, um, which is kind of typical now for Pixar, it is so much more than what the cute little premise is. Like when you look at um, Inside Out, think of, oh, the little cartoon characters who represent the girl's emotions. <gasps> that movie's deep. Yeah. And that movie goes into a lot of different stuff. And what you find out in the first like 10 minutes of Elemental, they set up this thing that there is Element City. And there's four different cultures, right? There's the air culture. Earth, air, fire, water. Right. Yeah. But really there's three main ones. Earth, air, and water. And... This, it starts with this, what can only be described as this immigrant couple, this fire couple, who are coming to Element City, and there's not a lot of fire people there. And they everywhere they go, they're getting turned down for rent and all this kind of stuff because they're fire people. And finally, in like a slum somewhere in Element City, they find a place to make their own. And then they say, as time passes, you see a fire community start to build up, but there's also interracial angst like even the dad who came over the immigrant dad is like water like like just does not like water they've been mistreated but and in the first 10 minutes i'm like i turned to Anne. i'm like this is an immigrant story mm -hmm. this movie's an immigrant story about uh, social prejudices about whatever and it's going to be told through the lens of this young fire girl and this young water boy so it might end up being a uh, romeo juliet too in some ways it's a little it romeo juliet and that instantly intrigued me because it's like, okay, this isn't just another like some. Did you bite your two. flame at me, sir. Oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, Good job. Yeah. Well said. Nice tibbled cut. Yeah. Um, go go go. But it, it's like this is going to be deeper. It's going to be cute, but it's also going to be a lot deeper. And the way they set up Element City was beautiful. It's beautiful. It felt. Look, we're talking about cartoon fire characters, but it felt so authentic and honest. Mm -hmm. It felt great. Yeah, and, and I, I love I love when you're walking through the city, all the different gags they had based on yes. the, on the yeah. elements. It was so well done. And the attention to detail inside really that store, the things that they did, the fire things that yeah. they would blow glass and like replace glass by melting like 
Just the actual way you would do it. All the things things that they would sell, they they made themselves. The the charcoal snacks. What he's talking about is this this immigrant family. So the the husband and the wife come over when the wife is pregnant. And then as time passes, they they rush through the years that little Ember is born. And we see her start to grow up and become a young woman. I'm not sure. I thought it was Aquafina for a second. It sounded kind of like it. Really? Maybe it is. I don't think it's Aquafina, but maybe it was. Um, but you see her growing up, and then they did. They do what a lot of immigrant families trying to pursue the American dream did. They opened up a store. Mm-hmm. And then we see, and then you kind of learn that the main kind of juxtaposition of the story, for Ember at any rate, is she's trying to prove to her father that she's able to take over the family business. Yeah. And the father's getting older and yeah, a little he's and got a cough. weaker. He's got a cough. Which, by the way, every time you cough, the smoke it that was, would come it was out. Really, it was just really it's beautiful. Um, the character it's, designs are great. Leah Lewis. Leah Lewis. I'm sorry. She was on. Uh, she's on Nancy Drew with our own Aaron Cummings. Oh, with Aaron Cummings. There you go. Um, the little brass. There's this little boy that we saw in the posters before we saw oh, this play. Yes. And I, I, I pointed at the posters. There's this little kid with the grass hair. I think he's Earth, right? Yeah. And yeah. I was like. This is going to be the dude I'm going to buy the figure of just by looking at him. He's and, a, and when he's introduced, yeah. he's Michelangelo, baby of the turtles. That's that's <laughs> who he is. He's so cute. And they had they had a, I know it sounds weird to say, but they had a puberty joke. Yeah. And it was killer. Yeah. It was, it was cute and adorable, and killer. And then when we meet the guy, uh, Anne kept saying as we were walking home, she goes, "You know, you do know your water, the water guy, right?" And and I'm the fire girl. I'm like, "Yeah, I get it, I get it, honey," because uh, he's a bit of a sweet buffoon, uh, if if you will. The affable nitwit. The affable, the affable nitwit, nitwit is is him. Follow um, the rules, guy. But it was so cute, and the way they set it up, and it's so. Listen, I'll tell you what. Be excited for Elemental. It was yeah. the best thing that Disney... Again, I would have loved for them to have done what they've done in years past and bring out the director team, talk about the film, yeah. some of the pathos behind what it was they were doing. I, especially after watching the clip, I wish they had given us, you know, as as the CinemaCon audience, a little bit more. But the footage they showed was great. Chris, what was your overall impression of it? I mean, I think it was wonderful. I love it. It absolutely is an immigrant story. It's really, really beautifully done. That attention to detail that Ray was talking yeah. about, the way they all travel to, the way transportation is done in this city is so well done. The way the different um, structures for homes are built for all the different kind yeah. of different groups and everything is so smart. I think it's going to be really, really great. I loved the muscle gag, too. I thought that was just precious. Oh. like, oh. That's like, pushes it all back down. <laughs> He's like, oh, no. This isn't what I look like. And, and they also showed how delicate each other's interactions with each other are. Yeah. Like any little move can affect yeah. the other, what do we call it? Elements? Yeah. Elements, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it shows you how it, it, there's a real uh, mirror to like real life. You know what I mean? That's what they were going for. Yeah. And, and, and I love it. I'm not a Pixar guy. I've said that. I don't get excited for Pixar movies, but this one. Oh, no. It looks, got it looks fantastic. Yeah. Very good. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, elemental. It's, it's looking great. Uh, so look forward to that. All right. Uh, what did we have up next? The creator. Well, there was, there was uh, Fox searchlight and they've got Taika Waititi's movie. That, yeah. well, that was the last, no, that was the second to last thing was they it? showed. The cre- yeah. Then creator was creator next. I, I think it might have been creator. Yeah. Which looks incredible. From Jareth Edwards who directed Rogue One. Yeah. So who sort of directed Rogue yeah. One. <laughs> this, was my, this was my surprise of the presentation. Yeah, me, me too. I John, this at all. John David Washington, uh, directed by Gareth Edwards, 
Gemma Chan, who we did not hear say anything, I think, and we only saw a brief glimpse of her in it. Now, there's a lot of John David Washington. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of John David Washington. So I don't know if this comes from source material or whatever, but it imagines a, surprise, surprise, a post-apocalyptic kind of future after an apocalyptic war between Human humans AI. and AI. So uh, are we talking about Terminator? Or are we talking about Matrix? Or are we talking about... ChatGPT. ChatGPT. Who knows? Uh, but that's the thing. I, we get I'm not going to lie. I didn't love it as much as you guys did. Uh, really? I, don't get me wrong. I, I, it's not like I looked at it and said, this is stupid. No, 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 no. I just went... It was just a lot of concept. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. Yeah, I, I loved it for that yeah. reason. I'm yeah. like, this is something new. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an original piece. It's heavy science fiction. I, I John David Washington's in it. It felt, it felt like it was elevated. It was top shelf movie right. making. It, it it felt a little. Um, what am I looking for? What's a? It felt a little Kubrick. There, it, yeah. there was a little bit of a feel of Kubrick in there, which I liked. Yeah. Um, so we have some shots of spaceships, so that makes it different from Terminator. Yeah. They're never yeah, there or whatever. And the whole premise is just, the, 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 I, I guess John David Washington, he's a human, and he's taking care of a kid. A robot kid. A robot yeah. kid. And they reveal it's a kid like later on in the trailer when he turns his head and you can see the back pattern spine is yeah. all a little AI. It was, it was very AI. It was a little AI. Yeah. It was, it was which, great. Which is Kubrick. Okay. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw that. That's a heartbreaking line, though, because it's the, are we going to go to heaven? And it's, no, that's for good people. And it says, oh, so we're not going to go because you're not good and I'm not people. And I'm that's people. when you get the reveal. And that it's just, robot. <gasps> it, was, it was really good. Oh. It looks amazing. Oh, and I was joking with them. It's my favorite genre of this year, the reluctant single dad. The reluctant single dad. I love it. Was, I, don't get me wrong. Like, taking care of a robot. When I say I didn't <laughs> love it, it's because I, there wasn't quite enough there yet for me to jump all on board with it. But the concept is very intriguing. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing a trailer two and a trailer three. And it looks mm-hmm. like it's great filmmaking. Uh, the design visually, it's stunning. Yeah, but I will say this. Now, this is a way, 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 super, way too early prediction. I have a feeling this is a movie that's going to lose a lot of money uh, because this movie looks, and I mean this in a good way, the movie looks really expensive. Yeah. yeah. This looks like a top expense kind of movie. And I don't know if this is the kind of movie that necessi- can be great, on, but not necessarily bring out a huge audience. I also think Creator's a terrible title. Yeah, come on, Marketing. It's a bad title. Yeah. I, looked marketing. At the, I, yeah, I looked at it, I'm like, that's such a generic word. I mean, unless they're referring to God. That's but how it, I took it. But then, even then, it, it almost makes their marketing approaches being a, maybe a little bit too cerebral to bring out more of an audience. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, but... I, but but man, it looks like they spent money on this movie, and it yeah. visually, it, I, it's almost a little bit like District Nine. It had that yeah, more it a little like that. flatter color, and I mean that in a good way—a flatter color, very realistic feeling, kind of CGI. Oblivion, a little yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, I mean, visually, it's gorgeous, and I'll be interested to hear more about uh, what it's kind of about and which way it leans and all mm. that kind of stuff as we move forward. All right. So that was the creator. A movie you think will lose a lot of money. Well, probably, uh, yeah, right. it still well, might, be great, might be great. Yeah. It might be great, but I, I just don't know if it's going to make a lot of money. To a movie that I think has nothing but can do nothing but make money, the next goal wins. Next goal it looks wins. like a very cheap movie. To oh, God. They made this movie for, I think, $13.75. And it looks good. It looks so fun. <laughs> okay, so we've been talking about Next Goal Wins for a while. It's the Michael Fassbender movie, written and directed by Taika Waititi, which even if they didn't say that, 
you would have known it was directed by Taika and written by Taika Waititi like, in the first few <laughs> yeah. minutes. And it's based on a true story. And based on a true story uh, about a, a, a national soccer team that had never even scored a goal in international competition. Mentioned the title uh, What was the title card? Before they go into the trailer, loser of the Academy Award. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. loser of the Academy Award. Like, instead, it says like, winner of the whatever Academy Award. It said loser of this Academy Award. And loser. The next goal wins. Uh, which okay. was very clever. That was, that was that funny. In already. Um, and so it's Michael Fassbender, which I'll tell you what, I don't know if there's a better actor on the planet who desperately needs a really good movie as much as Michael Fassbender. Yes. Because mm-hmm. that dude was like on top of the world for a bunch of years, and then he put out like this string. And not his fault, but he appeared in a string of really horrible movies, and he just his star just kind of disappeared yeah. for a while. We need Michael Fassbender back. Anyway, yeah. so he plays like I think an American soccer coach uh, who gets fired from his job and gets offered another job coaching this horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, what's which which team is it? I think it's American. 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 had never scored one goal. Yeah, never scored, never a, goal. scored a goal. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, this unlike the creator which looks like it was made for $500 million. This movie does look like it was made for 13 bucks and, and, and a box sandwich. And it couldn't have looked better. I mean, I, it, it was fun and charming and it's kind of a superior Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looked. Cool like, Runnings or something like that. Yes, it's a modern Cool Runnings. Yeah, sucker for any sports movie, even if I don't watch the sports. But movie. it looked good. I mean, it just, it was, I'll watch that movie. Yeah. History Alaska, baby. Yeah. Oh, I love mystery last. You know anything, any sport that I don't watch, if they make like a feel good story yeah. about it, I'll watch it. It's mm-hmm. yeah. I've never been on a bobsled team before, but I love cool running. Uh, well, so what good. what did you think about the next goal wins? I mean, they had me when like Taika showed up as a creature or something for five <laughs> yeah. seconds, and also that line. Of, oh yeah. Oh, it's like when you find a lost white kid in a mall. Yeah. Well, he was he was praying. <laughs> yeah. He was praying. And Lord, thank you for bringing us the Michael Fassbender character. Uh, it's it's like a found. It's like. Finding a lost white kid and yeah, pointing them in the right pointing direction. Pointing them in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. But the whole thing, but you just look at this team as they're trying to play soccer. Based and on a true story. Based on a true story. I guess this is a team that had actually lost a game 31 to nothing. Which, if you know anything about soccer... Which is why they let that game go on. A lot of goals are one nothing. There's a scene when it looked like they were going to score a goal, and then it bounced. They oh. <laughs> It bounces off all the other teammates' heads. That looks so funny. I, 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 I was like, "That's great." Now again, it all they showed us was a trailer. Yeah, yeah. That's the it. first trailer. Yeah, the they, they, they showed us the very first trailer, which I'm assume might be online right now. If not, it'll probably be online soon. So again, a little disappointing. No, even pre-recorded message from Taika Waititi no, or no. like nothing about to talk about to give us lay a little bit of the groundwork of it. Right? No, it was just here's a trailer again. Anything you could have done on YouTube. It's just, it was drop the tra- for busy. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. there was that. Yeah. Um, there was that with, uh, but it looks really good. I it love the trailer. Good. I can't wait to see this movie. And then that led us to what I believe was the final movie of the presentation. They decided to leave the, the big hitter for last, which was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yep. And this one, like Elemental, was the one they decided to actually show us a good, I'm going to say a good 12 minutes. An extended action sequence. An extended action sequence that takes place that I got to say, they couldn't have shown us a more Indiana Jones action sequence. I mean, it was a true Indiana Jones kind of action sequence. 
uh, with all the right Indiana Jones dialogue yeah. and the mm-hmm. the little complications that happen in the midst of it. It's a chase scene. Yeah. And I, I thought it was quite good. I did too. It mm. felt like Indiana. It was, it was Indiana Jones, but kind of a little generic to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. The scene itself. You know, I mean, yeah. they're out there in the little putt putt. You know, the little Indian yeah. go karts, whatever that you see, which was good. I really liked it, but it seemed like what you would expect. Again, it was out of context. Yeah, yeah. But I love what it, it was beautifully made. Yeah, it looked great. I love the excitement of it all. The stunts were great. Yeah. And I did like the interplay between Phoebe Waller Bridge and and, and there's this great moment where he says, "Your father would be so disappointed in you of being a." Um, what did he call her? Something, something, something. And she turns to Indiana Jones and says, that's something calling from an overaged grave robber. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was really like, great. I'm not a grave robber. Your father and I did important work. It's like, whatever. But And if you had told me that they went back in time and got the original cinematographer from the original Raiders of the Lost Ark and brought him to modern day to be the cinematographer for James Mangold for this movie, I would believe you. Yeah. Because it was shot like Indiana Jones, yeah. you know what I mean? It looked like an indie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got Mads Mikkelsen in it. Not not saying much, just kind well, they're of... Chasing yeah. They're chasing him. They're chasing Mads Mikkelsen. Because he has the dial. Yep. He's, give me, give me the dial. Like, oh, it's... I thought it was quite good. It was like the equivalent of when the the truck chase in Raiders, when the arc is yeah, on the truck. Very and much. Going after yeah. And Phoebe Baller-Bridge just kind of seamlessly fits into this universe, yeah. too. When she gets that crowbar and just starts, like railing on the car oh yes now i can already hear i can already hear some people online whenever this clip is released online saying like the the scene where she gets the crowbar mm-hmm. goes from the one cart to the car and pursues it i can already hear some people saying that should have been something that indy did indy's 86 Sue. indy's 86 years old canonically <laughs> the movie he's 70 oh canonically sorry yeah. he's 70 years yeah. old he yeah. is almost 90 in real life, yeah. but he is 70 years, the character is 70 years old. So, no, there are going to be some things Indiana Jones can't do that yeah. somebody else is going to have to do uh, to character his age. I mean, they were talking about him getting way too old in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Right. Um, but, uh, again, I I believe in this movie because I believe in James Mangold. I, I think too. James Mangold yeah. is the top five director in the world today. And I think he is going to deliver something great. And, and this this scene just kind of reinforced that for and, me. And in a way, do you don't you feel like this this just has to be good? They brought back it Harrison have Ford. To be good. We haven't had an indie movie in so long. They bring back an indie movie that sucks. That looks so bad. I I think this movie is going to be good. Yeah. I I have high hopes. And seeing this, look, if the rest of the movie is put together the way this sequence is put together. It will be very satisfying, and I think people will love it. Yeah, and a very surprised thing, they actually did a pre-recorded greeting for CinemaCon from Harrison Ford, which is not normally the type of thing Harrison Ford would do, but he's been loosening up a bit lately. He he was good in this opening, too. I was doing my own narration next to it. (laughs) It was just, I hope you all are enjoying CinemaCon, and then I was like, but I don't fucking care if you are. (laughs) I don't care. I don't my mom. (laughs) I couldn't give a damn what you're doing. By the way, I feel like every time Harrison Ford comes up, I'm obligated to mention, guys, if you're not watching Shrinking the on best. Apple Plus, the best. you've got to watch Harrison yeah. Ford in Shrinking. It, the show's magnificent. It's absolutely great. So you got to go and watch him there. Now, after that, they showed a movie that 
I didn't get to stick around for. That some of us, because we made promises to you, audience. <laughs> yes. Some of us who hate this genre still stuck around because I'm a goddamn professional. And, and I, and you, you so many times asked me if you could <laughs> skip out on this movie. And I said. And I said to you. You can go if you want. I know. And then I was like, I'm already here, and I know the internet is going to tell me that I'm a wimp, so I'm going to stay. And what? I think someone, one I person here made the right decision, actually. Yeah. yeah. No, and John, and John was correct in not seeing this. <laughs> frankly, it wasn't that scary. I'll, I'll tell you what. I Full, full disclosure, uh, Anne and I were in the... Um, um, uh, what's the name of the company that made it? Um, Fox. Fox, yeah. We it's were around time. a bunch of the... the the Fox Searchlight people, and we like outside in the foyer stuff, and we overheard them going, "We, you know, we're just trying to salvage it at this point." And Anne and I heard that we're like, "Well, we could go get something to eat." We're <laughs> like, "Okay." I, I totally give the studio the benefit of the doubt of like, if they're screening this, they must have so much confidence in it, and that's also why like this more condensed thing for Disney being this presentation, cutting these things short, it's so we can watch this movie that they believe in. It didn't happen. It's just it wasn't scary. It's a it's a story about grief, right? Yeah. And and the the sisters in it are great. Little um Leia Organa is in it. Oh, oh she was she's so wonderful. I love her. She had such a great. good career. The design of the actual boogeyman is very the, interesting. The creature, I'm sure it was a combination of CG and practical, yeah. was amazing. But it just it didn't deliver on the scares. Because even I, I'm I'm really nervous. And then I'm, I'm I do I do yell at the screen, you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, or I'd be like, does. why are you walking in there? Why are you doing this? That's I was doing but, that the whole time too. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a bad movie. I don't think no, it was it's a bad just movie. Not, great it's, it's just not the and horror it wasn't that, that scary well do you know i guess i just got an email asking if they would like to if we we would like them to send a limo for us to take us to the transformers party later Ooh. <laughs> but we're not That's going fancy. to the transformers party we can give it to just logan <laughs> yeah, i would like to take a limo a block yeah yeah <laughs> can arrange it. you know strip clubs will send a free limo for you well i hear that happens in Vegas. Well, like, let me try but, that wait, i want to get back to, i want to get back to this movie because i was kind of excited to see it you know, and I, it's based on a Stephen King story called The Boogeyman. And I think this movie had a lot to like about it. I thought the performances were very good. Mm-hmm. I thought the creature design was great. A horror movie has to be fun in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter. I mean, I know Texas Chainsaw isn't fun. But this kind of a movie, I found that this was so dour. Yeah, it was so the 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 it is about grief, and I thought thematically it worked really really well, but it's a horror film, and I I just felt and it went on and on and on. It was actually pretty short to me. But, yeah, but I just you I, can be short but still yeah. Dry. I just I kept waiting for I guess the aliens of it to kick in. You know, get away from her, you bitch. Uh. And I kept waiting for that, but it was I mean it was serious minded. And maybe it was too serious for the kind of movie it was, because even the teen girls that were victimizing this woman lost her mother, and these girls were awful, except her best friend. Yeah, and I'm like, to a degree though, you're hanging out with all these people. You are who you hang around with, kids. Okay. (laughs) I know, but it seemed like it was they were being un that one the blonde girl they wanted to have. The blonde was just ridiculous. I'm like, like, nobody is this. She was a mustache twirling villain. Yeah, and nobody would tolerate it. 
No, especially As a like former high school girl. <laughs> they're over. They're over at her house. They lock her in a room. Like who does this? I mean, that does happen. But not everyone would have banded together and been like, "This is fine." And also, you're overreacting. Yeah. Maybe, maybe girls gaslight like that too. So, I mean, I saw, and I also thought the sound design. They they tried to overcompensate for the lack of scares. Yeah. With with obnoxious sound. Big noises. Mm. Yeah. But it was it wasn't a. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was not quite as successful as it should have been. It was a great choice. It was a misfire, and I, I did I did think that there was elements of it to I, admire. I want to know what you guys think about what Ray just said. Ray, because I haven't seen the movie. Ray just said it would have made for a great short story. It came well, for, it, was it, was it was a short story. It was a short story. Because I have this book from Stephen King. It's a, a collection of the short stories. Mm -hmm. And this sounds exactly like a three or four. Well, like five or six pages. It was a, yeah, it's a yeah. Story. And they try to make it a It's not a bad movie. It's just when you call something the boogeyman, I want to be boogied. And I wasn't yeah. boogied enough. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't that's the best boogied enough. That's the best review of this movie. That's yeah. what you should have told the girl in a trench coat. Yeah, no, you're just no. not giving me enough. Yeah, I don't want her to solve my crime. <laughs> don't solve my crime. But, she you're, but you're not wrong. That sentiment is exactly. You make a movie called <laughs> The Boogeyman, and then you make it a serious. <laughs> A meditation okay. of grief yeah. and i want to get i want to being honest here that 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 little moon ball light ball that that girl has yeah you guys seen it in on it's my in office, on my desk yeah. yeah i have the same moon ball that very first part and it's in the trailer where that ball goes underneath the bed yeah i was waiting for a bunch of that to happen afterwards well, and it just the the shotgun lady sort of destroyed the whole movie for me that's where I snap back into reality. There's a there's a character in there, and then it, that's introduced that it just everything just flew off. The one dream sequence is very scary. Um, and oh then, yeah, that was crazy. Just, it's a lot of tropes, right? Mm -hmm. It's very, very yeah. formulaic, and I understand that that that's what a lot of horror and comedy is, right? It's patterns and then breaking patterns so that your brain reacts to it and is like, oh shit. But so many of these were things that even I, as a huge huge wimp, would go, oh yeah, there's that thing that's in every horror movie. Oh, it's, there's that thing that's in every horror movie. So, and it also wasn't a satisfying end for me. No. So, but go see it for yourself, you guys. See what um, you think. Or don't. Or don't. Because I didn't. And I, I had a pleasant afternoon. Um, uh, by the way, I, I did notice a bunch of people in the live chat asking, why aren't we going to the uh, Transformers party? Uh, the reason, unfortunately, that we're not going to the Transformers <laughs> party, or at least, you know, maybe we can get the last 10 minutes of it, I yeah. is that the Transformers party happens immediately after the Universal presentation. And immediately after the Universal presentation, we have to come back to Planet Hollywood and do our Universal live stream, presentation live stream, which is when the party is going on. So because we are putting you guys yeah. first over Autobots, Decepticons, and... Uh, free drinks. And free drinks yeah. and, and, and free cake. They are putting There's free you cake? Guys <laughs> What's that? Yeah, there's free cake? I'm just guessing. Oh, man. I don't know. What Maybe there's a free, free screening, too. There's, there's no free... I did talk to a guy at Paramount. There's no free screening of it. There's no Transformers screening. Probably still working on the effects. Yeah, maybe yeah. at this point. Um, anyway, guys, that's uh, that's our that was the Disney presentation. Uh, these guys seem to be more enthusiastic than me. I I thought it was quite the not just a letdown after the magnificent presentation that Warner Brothers put on yesterday, but the great presentation that Disney put on last year. This year was kind of it felt to me like Disney showed up and said, "Hey, you are the theater owners. You're an afterthought to us." I don't one, know. I one like last it. thing. Okay, now that we we've had time to marinate, we talked about it. I will agree with you on one thing. This is the most unpolished 
that I've seen Disney yeah. in a presentation. Because they're anything. normally so good. Yeah, yeah. This is the most unpolished and it seemed very crammed presentation that Disney has put. And maybe because they had nothing planned. Maybe it was. And also their companies have been disarray. So, you know, hopefully it's just better next year. That's all we can hope for. Hopefully they have a better thing. But it worked for me. I mean, as an excitement for movies, it worked for me. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Okay, guys. Next up on the docket tonight is the universal presentation uh that goes at what we, what do we say for 4 to 6 15. 4 to 6 15 so at 7 15 mm -hmm. uh los angeles time tonight is when we will go live with our universal presentation reaction and report uh so yeah there are gonna be some fast furious in there yeah. uh, a couple oh, well. of a bunch of other big things coming up as well so we're gonna be talking about the universal that'll be later tonight we hope you will come back and join us for that and then tomorrow we've got I think what is going to be a very exciting Paramount presentation. Paramount always delivers. It's so fun. Paramount always delivers. We got a big. We got a Paramount tomorrow. Uh, Lionsgate is tomorrow. Uh, uh, Joyride is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Still a lot of big stuff coming up at CinemaCon 2023. So thank you guys for being here and joining us. Uh, we'll see you again in a few hours for the Universal presentation. That'll do it for us for now. Thanks a lot for being here, guys. And until next time, bye bye. <laughs>